First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. Muddy John, the record guy, is on the line right now. John, good morning. Good morning, Bill. How are you? Good. I want to ask you, Billboard just put out a um, a survey of the three greatest, the three greatest, uh, how do they call it? Uh, they're um, rock songs, but it's... Um, What's the word? Mainstream, mainstream. Mainstream. The three greatest mainstream rock songs of all time. Are you ready? Yes. Uh, Days of the News, Touch, Peel, and Stand, Stone Temple Pilots' Interstate Love Song, and U2's Mysterious Ways. (laughs) Are you kidding me? (laughs) I guess it all depends on who your your demographic is when you come up with something. I guess. I mean, who's who's reading Billboard anymore, right? Uh, Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. apparently. Well, I would the, never have thought of those songs in a million years. In a, in a, not one of them. Although nope. probably my favorite of the two of the three would be uh, U2, but still, even that is not one of their great songs. I mean, it's a great song. I wouldn't right. call that their their greatest song. I, it's amazing, you know, when you mention the. Of course, I'm thinking, what's worth money? Stone Temple Pilots. Uh, that 45 can go up to around two to three hundred dollars. Oh, okay. So. I would put them at number one. Yeah, based on money. Yeah. <laughs> based on money. All right. So uh, we and if anybody, if you have any uh, quick questions of John uh, on vinyl that you might have, three one five seven three six zero one eight six is uh, is our number. And John, you have a list here today uh, yes. for June that is the uh, the latest list of ten records worth one hundred dollars or more. Yes. What do we have? Well, at number 10, we have uh, the late, great Kenny Rogers, the album The Gambler. If you have a copy, is it a picture disc with Kenny's picture on the vinyl? Up to $100. Actually, the, it's very interesting. That photo on vinyl, yeah. uh, because I've, I've seen that, uh, it looked kind of a little bit, uh, yeah, that was a great technology, but it wasn't. It almost seemed a little distorted. But then again, when you saw him in later years, he kind of looked a little distorted. So I think it was more, it looked more like him as the years went on. Yes. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Sorry. <laughs> uh, the Beatles, always worth money. Look for their hit, The Long and Winding Road, mm. with its picture sleeve up to $150. Almond Brothers, their first album, the Almond Brothers Band, on Atco, Capricorn. It is worth up to $400. Some country could be collectible. Look for Merle Haggard, singing my heart out, on Tally Records, his first 45 $500. Jackson 5, their first 45, Big Boy, on Steel Town, not Motown, Steel Town, uh, currently up to $500. Beach Boys, 1967, the album Smiley Smile. Do you have a copy? If it's in stereo, it's up to 300 If it's in mono, it's up to $500. Mm, okay, interesting. I think so I might... Have, huh? Yeah, go ahead. I, there's one coming up that I think I might actually have, uh, but, uh, but keep going here. Okay. Uh, the old doo-wop groups of the early uh, 60s, late 50s, very collectible. The Crests had a lot of hits. One of them was called The Angels Listened In, uh, uh, the EP, Angels Listened In, up to $1,000. Dwight Yoakam, guitars, Cadillacs, and great country music. If you have a copy, look at the label. If it's on reprise, no more than $8. But the original label, Oak, current value up to $1,200. I wonder, I wonder if you would, because um, during that time period, I was a music director at a country radio station. I'm yep. pretty sure I have a promo copy of that album. Um, what would that be? Well, it would have to be on Oak to have anything. Got it. 
really, really substantial. Okay. Sometimes, you know, promo copies, as we're going to find out in this countdown, it can be quite collectible. But the uh, reprise promo copy would be no more than 10 to $15. Okay. All right. Little Richard, here's Little Richard, his first album. Uh, current value up to $2,000. The original album would have a catalog number of 100 If you have one that has 2100 it's a reissue up to $350. Here's wow. Little Richard. And promos, Rolling Stone, Sticky Fingers promo copy that went to radio stations, stereo copy up to $1,000, a mono copy currently up to $3,000. Wow, crazy. We find promo copies a lot at yard sales and uh, thrift stores, so uh, look for them because sometimes they can be worth a lot of money. And Great uh, segue. World's largest yard sale Saturday, June up. 12th at the Herkimer County Fairgrounds. Very good point. Uh, you might Great. find a lot of that there. Uh, the... The promotional, there's a promotional stamp usually on the, on the record, but also a hole in the cover, right? Well, that doesn't count. That Words doesn't count. not for sale or promotional copy must be printed on oh, okay. the label to make it a real promo copy. Yeah, because anybody could, anybody could punch a hole in it, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, before, we, uh, before we take a few calls here, 315-736-0186, um, you have a couple of bonus records. Well, these are records that people have probably never heard of, but you should be aware of them because they're worth a lot of money. Northern Soul, a very collectible form of music. 1966, Ray A.G., Hard Lovin' Woman, currently up to $8,000. And Pre-War Blues, extremely collectible. These are blues, 78s, that came out prior to World War II. We find them mostly at estate sales. Blind Percy, Coal River Blues, current value up to $20,000. Wow. Uh, also, I think um, uh, anything blues, right? If you can find anything blues on 78, would yes. you say that's worth grabbing because you just don't know? Absolutely, yes. And usually the great telltale is that it's the word blues is usually in the title of the record. Okay. All righty. Something to think about when you're out there. Yep. Uh, a couple of calls. Scott in Kirkville. What do you have there, Scott? Yeah, actually, I have maybe like a history question because I, I, I've been watching – the antenna uh, channel, and they actually got the monkeys and the Partridge family. And I and I I know I got a Partridge family album somewhere. And, and the the funny thing is, when I was looking at the credits, they don't David Cassie credit for singing. Do you know if he actually sang on the actual Partridge family music? They kept mm. saying somebody, somebody named Wes Farrell was you know doing all the music and stuff. And there's a little thing that says uh, musicians and voices were augmented by. Yeah, by by musicians. I always thought David Cassidy. I did too. You know, like, yeah. and, and, but but I couldn't find it anywhere on the credits when they did the uh, the music on the on the, on the show. Right. You know, you know, David Cassidy actually was a singer for the Partridge Family. Uh yes, I am see the David Cassidy concert. You can sing, wow. uh, but it should be on Bell B E L L Records to be an original, and if so, up to about fifty dollars. Okay. Okay. All okay, right, but, Scott. But, but, Okay, but but was he was he actually singing? Was he actually the voice of the actual? To my knowledge, yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. Thanks. Yep. All right, Scott. Thanks, man. And Rick in uh, Rome. Hello, Rick. You're on with Mighty John. Hi. Good morning. I have a Arturo Toscanini William Tell overture. Will there has been no established value for classical records or opera, so I can't give you a value. There haven't been enough sold on the collector's market. To establish any kind of value, so what I was based on was cover demand. was. Yeah, I was told the cover was designed by Andy Warhol. And sometimes when the Andy Warhol designed several covers, uh, he even did one with the Boston Pops. 
And uh, if that's true, then it certainly can, the cover is where the value is. And usually the Andy Warhol covers go up to around two to three hundred dollars. Okay. Oh, that's great. Not bad. Yep. All right, Rick. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that? I did not know that Andy Warhol even did uh, a lot of album covers. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I know he did that. Like I said, he did that one for the Boston Pops, and I can't. The, the others that don't come to my mind right now, but yeah. usually that's where the value is, two to $300 uh, for anything by Andy Warhol on a cover. Okay. My understanding is he did things on the back of a lot of uh, album covers, but I didn't know that he was designing them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, he, he did. The, yeah. I think uh, he's one on one of the Velvet Underground, too, and wasn't it a Warhol style that uh, Woodstock '99 went with? Uh, I forgot who the artist. Max, is it Max? Who who is the artist that did the stage and all that artwork at at Woodstock in Rome? I forget uh, the Peter Max. Not sure. Was it the guy that did the uh, Keep On Trucking logo? Um, it may have been. It really may have been. But uh, I, I think that was a, like a Warhol style. Yeah. Uh, okay, interesting stuff. People have uh, maybe some records they want to ask about. Uh, they can reach out to you. Uh, the website is moneymusic.com. 